Alright guys, you're back with the Spice Cast. I'm Ben Job. We got a treat for you, Mr. Michael Moore, coming out with a new album this Friday. Uh, Friday, that's, what is that, June the... June 12th. June, June the 12th. 12th. And uh, you're going to have a CD release party at uh, Endzone, is that correct? Yep, at you the Endzone at 9pm. 9pm. Going in so close, so... Very cool. And uh, this is Michael Moore, everyone, by the way. He was li- lovely enough to come in and like record some great tracks for us live right here at Spice Rex Studios. Uh, so, Mike, you've been working over at Endzone for a while. Have you seen like uh, a lot of change and uh, different crowds coming through there, or what? Oh yeah, I think I think uh, with how much I've worked there and, and put in the time of with the music and everything there, um, that over the years the uh, average age has dropped from about fifty to about twenty three, twenty four. So, so I think you youthened up the place. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I youthened up the sports bar and made it kind of a music scene with a uh, with a few other people that helped out with Ali Free and Carter Garza. Um, they all kind of pitched in. We all made some really good music happen up there. So, yeah, it's very cool. And it's like, it's a good spot in Huntsville just cause it's kind of, I mean, right at the crux of, uh, Parkway and university. Exactly. So it's like, it's a good central location for, uh, for exactly budding musicians. And unfortunately we had like the foyer shut down recently, but, uh, the, the end zone can be your next hookup for that. <laughs> right. As soon as they get old enough from the foyer to come over to the that's, end zone. That's true, that's true. <laughs> they have to get in the door, I guess. Exactly. But that's just a matter of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just so you run, you run open mics over there at which days? Uh, I host every other Sunday. Um, so this coming up Sunday, actually after my CD release, I'll be hosting up there and we'll have quite a, good, uh, quite a few good musicians coming out. Uh, on those nights, and then on Monday nights, it's hosted by Carter Garza. Uh, All right, very cool. Around nine p.m., ten p.m. So. Yeah, he's a great guy, and uh, makes a fine drink too. Yeah, <laughs> does, sure does does everything awesome. <laughs> so uh, these tracks, when you're playing them at the end zone, will uh, people know most of these tracks? Have you have you been like uh, testing these testing them out oh, on yeah. some of the regulars for a while? I've been testing out these songs for about two years on the regulars there. So they could uh, be good and sharp by then, right? Oh yeah. So yeah, they're gonna. They're most most of the people up there will be able to sing along to most of the songs. Hey, that's always which awesome. Makes for your, me feel yeah, really yeah, great. Definitely. <laughs> so that's really awesome. Very cool. Did you, do you have any uh, parts that that they've like influenced specifically? Where they're just like on, yelling at you, like, "No, play it again. Play that part twice." On this <laughs> album specifically, I would say maybe potential. Um, which is one of my favorite tracks on the album, uh, was very uh, heavily crowd influenced mm-hmm. because when I started playing it, it's a very up tempo song, and uh, I just like to get kind of crazy on it and scream. So everybody would scream along and be like, "Ah, oh, do it this way. You should do it this way." I'd, all right, yeah. yeah. And if you do another album, you can just like record part of it in the end zone and get all that that ambient. Actually, that would yelling. be really great. <laughs> I should do that. <laughs> and glass clinking and whatnot. Right. Whatever. Whatever. Cheers. Bar noise. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Cra- crashing glasses everywhere. <laughs> well, very cool. Well, thanks for coming in, and uh, we'll hear your first track, You and I. Do you want to talk about this one at all? Uh, sure. It, it's the track that opens up the album. Uh, it's basically uh, just a love song uh, about, you know, basically infatuation. That's that mm-hmm. first stage of love where you're like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and it, that's how it starts out. And it kind of, the whole album kind of goes through a relationship from like track one to four. It's kind of going through the ins and outs of the relationship. And then the last track, The Giving Tree, um, is pretty much my idea and opinion of, of what relationships are. So mm-hmm. it kind of ties it up all nicely. Does it run through like all the uh, 
stages. <laughs> like it kind de- denial and it, anger. It kind of <laughs> does. Like if if you start like with the first track, it's very much like oh, you know, you and I should be together uh-huh. uh, forever, sort of thing, and it's all that infatuation. And then uh, the second track goes into the fact that the relationship that it's specifically about uh, was with somebody who was traveling. So uh, yeah, so you have the song yeah, the traveler. Right. So it's like you have the aspect of a long distance relationship a little bit in that and uh how they influenced me and 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 I influenced them um and then it goes into rain which is kind of a a song like in the middle of the whole relationship that mm-hmm. that really expresses what was happening in the relationship at the time or in my emotions I guess in the relationship at the time uh and then of course potential being the fourth track is you know, everybody messes up sometimes. And so <laughs> that's about me. That's about me messing some things up and, uh, and trying to get that her. sounds like a relatable one. Like, yeah. People that people, way that more song. people have stories about like, I remember when I really screwed up that relationship. Exactly. I remember just when I, I remember screwed the up that point in time. So yeah, I, I wrote it to try <laughs> to, I, I guess I wrote it trying to get her to see the potential in me. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's basically what the song says. So, uh, it's interesting. I was actually having uh, Tyler Nafe actually sing on the, that track with me a little bit. Oh, very cool. Um, and uh, first thing he said to me when he walked into the studio was, did uh, did she ever see the potential in you? And I was like, no. <laughs> but we had a good time recording Thus it, the though. Song. So. Yeah, exactly. Makes well, it even cool. better, right? That's right. So this is uh, You and I. That, that'll be the title track on your new CD, right? Uh, no, it's the first track. The Traveler is going to be the title oh, okay, track. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So that that is the title of the CD then, The Traveler. The Traveler. Very mm-hmm. cool. Well, this is Michael Moore with you and I recorded right here at Spice Rack Studios. moment to fall in love with your eyes It took a lifetime to finally realize That it's not the destination or the journey It's all about the love you give and receive Oh, you and I could live together Holding hands like young lovers You and I could be together like in the movies forever It took a moment to fall in love with your smile It took a day to want to make you mine and it's Not the destination or the journey It's all about you being next to me Oh, you and I could live together Holding hands like young lovers You and I could be together Like in the movies forever Come away with me, my lovely And we will go together on this journey Oh, you 
And I could live together Holding hands like young lovers You and I could be together Like in the movies forever All right, well, we're back <laughs> with the... <laughs> I was about to say that, no, I, I'm not going to introduce you as the, like, slightly creepy and slightly and slightly sexy version of Well, thanks and for it, having me. <laughs> I can't even do the voice right right now. He's, you're not into the mood, right? It's, you have <laughs> gotta, to be you gotta there. You got to be in the mood, yeah, definitely. The creepy, sexy the mood. The creepy, sexy mood. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that on, like, a card from your own, like, you know... You're the best grandson with a creepy and sexy voice. Congratulations or something. That's how I'll sign my CDs to creepy, <laughs> sexy Mikey. Very cool. So that was You and I uh, by Michael Moore and performed by Michael Moore. Yes. Imagine that. That's awesome. Good to hear it, though. Uh, so this is is this your like first experience in a studio like setting? I mean, uh, with your album and stuff? Um, no, I've been in the studio a few times. Um, I recorded back about 10 years ago with... Uh, with Sound Cell. Um, oh, okay. I did a track with them. And then uh, I did a track with David Merriman uh, back about six years ago. Um, but this is the first one I've actually completed an album for. So it was really it was really interesting. Uh, we did it in, in Jason Casey's home studio, uh, which was really fun. It was trying to try to get everything together just because it's our first uh, album that we've produced. Mm-hmm. So uh, he he's the one who uh, recorded it, and then I had uh, Ben Roberts uh, mastered it for us, and he did an excellent job. So, oh, very cool. And uh, how how long did the whole thing take? If you don't mind me asking, I was trying to figure that out last time somebody asked me that question. Months or it off and on because I was working on it with mm-hmm. one person that I, I changed directions. Uh, so I want to say it was probably about thirteen months working on it uh and i guess about six or seven months like working hard on it and like actually finishing it up and all that stuff did so. um did your songs change a lot from like your live what you might play live or were they pretty pretty much straight ahead uh i had to change them a little bit uh just because when i play live i get super intense sometimes <laughs> uh as a lot of people know when they when they see me play live uh but it has it didn't change dr- too drastically um, I had to slow some of the songs down a little bit from what I do live just because studio things change. Um, yeah. And then I also had to uh, make sure I wasn't screaming too much into the microphone. Cause right, it's hard right. to get those levels right if I'm screaming all the time. And I try not to scream all the time in the studio. Yeah, that's that's always different when you've got like a static you know, mic or something. And it, if you're in our studio, you're in an enclosed space. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Try, trying to, like, reach out as opposed to being on stage where you can grab the mic and go where you want or right. move around or you're rocking back and forth because it's just what, what you musicians do. do. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. So it feels kind of stiff in the studio sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and, I, and you want that, like, live feel, you Exactly. Know? I, mean, uh, I mean, Stephen Bryan actually talked about that last time. I was like, we need to figure out how to get that live feel on an album. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think we did a fairly decent job with this one. Um, at least on, on my two favorite tracks, which is Potential and, uh, The Giving Tree. Uh, I think we did really well with those two. And, the, and it was basically boiled down to the mastering, uh, mm-hmm. which I did not realize that cause I'd never mastered an album before, but, uh, me and Jason had recorded it and it sounded really good, but the levels were a little off and us being the noobs that we were at the time, 
we adjusted them the way we knew how to. But once I got into the mastering part of the uh, the process, it it just sounded so much better. So much better. right, right. Mm-hmm. So uh, are most of these tracks just you, or do you have? You said uh, Tyler Nafe helped you out with some. Yeah, some of them. Is Tyler it, is Nafe it session... did some backup vocals uh-huh. on um, on potential, uh, and then I've got Jason Casey on lead guitar in the Giving Tree. Uh, I've got Ben Roberts on bass and drums and lead guitar on multiple tracks. Um, it's it's a lot of me too. I'm on the drums too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on the keys in one of the songs, uh, and mostly me and my guitar. Did those uh, influences like give you any new ideas when you were working on it, or did you have it like planned out? Like, oh, this needs bass or something. Well, yeah, basically the bass and the drums came at the end. It was originally going to mm-hmm. be an acoustic EP, and when I was listening to it, I was like, I like this, but I want to, I want to make it bigger, fill it out, uh, yeah. and want to fill out the sound a lot more. So. When I went to Ben to master it, he was like, well, why don't we go ahead and drop the bass and, and, and whatnot. <laughs> uh, Someone and, drop the bass. Exactly. Uh, so we did the drums and, and, and bass there. Um, and the crazy thing about The Giving Tree is that we'd been working on that song for years in the studio. I'd, we'd mm-hmm. been re-recorded that like probably 20 times. Wow. And it was actually an accident that it happened this way. But uh, when we sent it off to Ben to, to master it, we accidentally left on tracks that we didn't mean to. Tracks of me playing the strings, of lead guitars, and all this like uh, transient, ambient, like just noise. all over it. <laughs> and uh, he, when he mastered it, he just like touched the levels up to where like you still hear that stuff, but it's like very smooth. And I love it. It's fantastic. Cool, cool. Yeah. And you can't replace that. Uh... You can't replace an accident like that or just magic that happens, you know? Right. I mean, that you can't plan for it, so. Exactly. Well, very cool. Well, uh, what about this next track? So the Traveler, you said it'll be the, the title track? Yeah, The Traveler's the title track. Uh, that's the one, basically, it's it's about the girl I was dating at the time. Um, and I say dating at the time. She, she was swinging through town. Uh, she was on a road trip across the country, which was really cool. And uh, we met up and, of course, the whole infatuation thing. And then she left and, and moved back to where she was from. Um, and then, so there was a whole long distance thing. Did, did that one, like, come together really quick, like, right after or reflecting on it or it, what? Yeah, it came, it came right after she moved back, uh, back from where she was from. Um, so, I mean, it, it was pretty quick. That, that song I wrote. And at first, when I wrote it, like, um, I didn't. I didn't write it the way I wanted to. I would look back at the lyrics and I was like, this is just not what I wanted to write. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not even sure what this song is about. And then when I started reading it a lot more and I was actually talking to her on the phone when I wrote it uh, and she starts telling me this story um, about her brother and I realized that the song was a lot more about her traveling than our relationship. Mm. And it was supposed to be a relationship song. So it's kind of this mixture of like, a long distance relationship, um, uh, her relationship, uh, with her brother and, and traveling all like encompassing yeah, <laughs> into that. And I was like, well, that's really awesome that it actually worked out that way. So then I kept the lyrics that I'd written cause I was going to rewrite the whole thing. Right. Uh, and then once I realized like after she had spoken, uh, to me and it, the, the lyrics kind of connected, yeah, it, it made it seem a lot 
cooler. So well, that's interesting. You have to like figure out your own poetry and right, stuff too. It's right. like what what it's was like, I what trying was to I say? Trying to what say was, there? was going I really on? Don't get it. But yeah, it it, it turned out well, really nice. Yeah, thing. and when you have like a, a emotional subject or something like that where it just kind of pours out of you, it, it may not be the cleanest, you know? Like, oh, right. It's not planned or anything, exactly. you know? It's like, this is this is how it is. Well, that's very cool. So let's hear it. That's uh, Michael Moore with The Traveler. All the things you want to say And everything you want to do You have found a way and I found a way in you Everything you think about And all the things you say aloud That make you come alive I come alive in you Travel love will come, the travel love will go, and she will make her proud before she's on the road, and I will follow her to the end of the earth, and all the things I should have said, and everything I wanna do, I have found a way, and I found it in the truth, everything you think about. It's all the things you say loud That make you come alive I come alive in you The travel love will come The travel love will go And she will make her blood Before she's on the road I will follow her to the end of the earth was the traveler with michael moore uh recorded right here at spice rack studios uh, so you've got this this album coming out uh, is that like uh i know this is a new adventure for you or do you have any um hopes or hopes or expectations about like have people been talking to you about like when it's coming out and stuff like that yeah yeah um i'm thinking we're gonna have a really big uh cd release party um so i'm like, super stoked about that um i've got a lot of supporters we've got a uh, uh, Gabby coming out to face, uh, paint faces, uh, that night. So Very cool. Really fun. We're going to have a display of the artwork, uh, uh, that was painted by Christina Machado. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's going to be a really fun night where everybody gets to see kind of the process that happened on top of 
having fun with you know right and that's and like the painted. <laughs> the place it started too right you, oh, exactly. you worked up a lot of these songs there it seems like well yeah i actually did um because uh that's actually where where most of the songs sprung out of was at the bar uh, <laughs> go figure um but yeah yeah actually the all those songs were all tested at that bar uh so it's kind of like the home base for for that album really so i think i think the owners will appreciate me uh-huh. doing the cd release party right there. right and, uh, they're like finally and right and everybody else will be, everybody else is like finally too especially the bartenders they're gonna right they're gonna, well you've been playing for a pretty long time right so yeah did been, you did you have a ton of material and you're just like oh i gotta choose you know a handful how do i do it kind of thing or? yeah that's that's really how it happened because i i wanted to have some sort of like theme theme or or something collective other than just like uh random songs that i'd written over the years because i mean i've got a lot of songs i've written about a lot of things that i could record but i wanted it to be cohesive uh with itself so it basically when i got inspired to write these songs i was like album i've I've been wanting Mm -hmm. to do an album for like 15 16 years and this is the time i can do it these songs are cohesive let's go ahead and put it out so um i'm hoping to come out with an album fairly shortly after after this one is released um that might be more of an eclectic sort of thing like a pick and choose different songs from the years um i've got a lot of things on the back burner though so we'll see what happens yeah you've got plenty of content to work with so that's right, always exactly. awesome <laughs> that is awesome <laughs> well th- this one's off not off the album uh, red shorts is that is that like an old one you've had for a long time you've been working with yeah i wrote that one uh, a couple of years ago for a friend of mine um she would. She literally came into the open mic uh, at the end zone. Uh-huh. I guess I've written so many songs at the end zone. That's crazy. And uh, <laughs> thanks, end zone. She was actually wearing these red shorts, and I, I was like, "I'm gonna write. I gotta write a song." <laughs> Me and Josh Jackson were like, "We're gonna have to write a song about your red shorts." They're and too so, red. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so then I I I started working on the song, and I was really surprised because I I wanted to take it in a direction that she would appreciate. Uh huh. So I was trying to play a little bit differently than I usually do. And so I kind of pulled some inspiration from like Jason Mraz sort of Beatles esque uh-huh. chord progression for the course, and uh, then the lyrics just came, and I was like, "Oh, this is pretty cool." And when I played it for everybody, they're like, "Dude, that's a really cool song." So yeah, I was like, all right, it worked. That's a good exercise. Random bar to, song, yeah, right. Throw you out of your comfort zone and exactly. uh, make you try something you might not have otherwise. Exactly, exactly. Well, very cool. Well, let's hear it. That's uh, Michael Moore with Red Shorts. Had a blue, blue heart That she hid behind her smiles And all those drugs And now she's found someone Who keeps her warm at night She says she still believes in Love at first sight And now he drives her crazy Not knowing everything he likes but she'll find out tonight Why we all get the things that we want In the moment But hardly ever need them the next morning Yeah, and I can't wait to buy that girl that drives me wild 
Yeah, I can't wait to hold her so damn tight And she will drive me crazy Not knowing everything she likes But I'll find out tonight Without a fight But Lord knows that it's crazy And nobody got it right We're all just looking for someone That keeps us up at night Someone that makes us feel so alive And we'll drive each other crazy Not knowing everything we like Cause all we got, yeah, all we got's tonight. She All right, that was Red Shorts with Michael Moore. Uh, you can catch up with him on Facebook, Michael Moore HSV, and he's got that Friday release party at Endzone. That is June the 12th at 9 p.m. Also, the Five Points Block Party coming up June 27th, and also Battle of the Bands at uh, Endzone. That'll be June 27th with uh, Dirty Swagger, Caliber, Gaping Holes, and Where the Sun Don't Shine, right? Yes, that is correct. I'll be hosting it. Very cool. So uh, you've got this last song, The Rain. You want to talk about how this one came to be or its place in the album or anything? Uh, sure. I actually did the placement on the album with these songs kind of mostly in chronological order. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a little out of chronological order on some of them and more on the emotional level. Uh, but that song, basically, uh, it was raining one day uh, uh-huh. really heavily outside. And uh, I was like, oh, I want to write a song. And so I just started picking a song out and uh, started, talk, like, I guess, talking and singing about how um, the rain kind of reminds me of when I was a child and loved playing in the rain and stuff like that. And kind of gave this whole, like, innocent feel to me, like, um, and also, like, kind of a romance part of it in the song, too, where, like, you know, I can shelter you from the storm sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Not to sound too... Uh, too romantic but uh it was kind of like that uh and and basically just kind of reinstating my feelings towards the relationship and how all of that made me feel at the same time so well, very cool so uh this will be michael moore taking us out tonight with the rain thanks again for coming man thanks man thanks for having me And keeps me happy for a while All that the rain washes away Makes me feel like a child
But I could breathe the storm and keep you warm for a while There's nothing I won't do to keep you by my fire I can see it in the crease of your smile You're thinking, man, this might be a lie I know it's not easy, love To love someone so easily I could breathe a storm To keep you warm for a while There's nothing I won't do to keep you by my fire of Spice Radio from Huntsville, Alabama. You guys know what you want, and you don't have to do too much to get it. Get with us at spice-radio.com. If you have a podcast, you make music or art, or you have an event that you want to promote in the Tennessee Valley, you can find us at www.facebook.com slash spiceradiohuntsville, or on Twitter at spiceradiohsv. And again, our website, spice-radio.com.